Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. It is October 3rd, 2022. Yes, this is Alex. Good morning, good morning, good morning, whatever. What matters is we are in Q4, baby. Say goodbye to Q3. Say goodbye to another chunk of 2022. We are moving on. And that means a lot of data is coming our way. More on that in just a second. But before we do, don't forget, if you use the code equity, you can save 15% off your disruption tickets. That show is coming up in like two weeks. Not that I'm nervous at all. And I think the code equity still works for TechCrunch Plus if you want to save some money. All right, now to work. Let's start with a look at the global markets. And as always, we're going to kick off with my favorite thing in the entire world, stocks. In Asia, Japanese stocks are up. Korean and Chinese shares are down. Over in Europe, not good. Shares are sharply down this morning. And here in the USA, shares are up in pre-market trading. But given the general blah markets of the last couple of weeks, who knows where we will be by the time that we actually start trading. Now, since this is the start of Q4, that does mean we have Q3 earnings coming up. They should help set the tone for valuation sentiment for the rest of the calendar year. And also, we should now soon see Q3 venture capital results because they're going to be flooding in. They will give us a final and I think better look at what happened in the most recent quarter. We're always curious where there was strength and, of course, what we can glean from late stage valuations. Also note that we should see at least one S1 filing this quarter from a company that we care about. Cough, cough, Instacart. And if the stock market is interesting and fun and vivacious and full of vim and vigor, well, the crypto market is kind of the opposite. Why? Well, crypto prices are boring lately. There hasn't been much movement amongst majors in the last week, let alone the last day, and major trends like the slump in NFT volume remain in place, and frankly, we're not sure what will change all of this. The dynamic is uh, flat. The affect is lame. Crypto winters are essentially boring, and frankly, I miss the insanity. Next up, the world of startups, and we're going to start with a company that is kind of a startup, TikTok. It's kind of a startup because it is owned by a private Chinese company, ByteDance, and it's not public, so it kind of counts. Anyways, TikTok has been in the news lately for working with the U.S. government to change its business practices and perhaps set up so that it doesn't get banned here in the States. There are concerns about the possible sharing of U.S. data with its parent company and or the Chinese government and the possibility that Chinese government censors could force the company to tweak its algorithm to push certain narratives and hide others. Anyways, we care about TikTok this morning because it is growing like a weed. According to the Financial Times, European revenue at TikTok was around $990 million back in calendar 2021, and this is crazy, that number was up from $172 million in 2020. However, the FT also reports that TikTok's quote pre-tax losses were $896 million, up more than a third, mainly due to increased spending on growth. So the company has insane growth, which shows why so many companies freaked out about TikTok coming from nowhere. The question is, when can it make money? And is it growing as fast in the United States? More news on the TikTok front. TechCrunch reports this morning that, quote, TikTok is hunting for partners to launch its live shopping offering in the U.S. as it is looking to outsource operations for those features. Who might help out? Well, Talk Shop Live may be in the mix to provide assistance. Every successful social network starts with a good idea that users like or maybe even love. And then as the network grows in popularity, it slowly becomes bloated in the name of both revenue growth and creator support. 
up until the point comes that it's actually too massive to be maneuverable, and then a new, nimbler social network with a good idea that users like or love crops up, and the cycle starts all over again. You know, for example, Facebook got disrupted by Instagram, and then Facebook took revenge by turning Instagram into Facebook. And then Instagram was disrupted by TikTok, and then, well, TikTok is now also becoming Facebook. Great. Elsewhere in startup land, news from the yet active African startup market. Per TechCrunch's own Annie Njanja, quote, months after the initial close of its seed round, Talk360, a South African voice over internet protocol or VoIP startup, has raised an additional $3 million, bringing the total investment raised in its round to $7 million. Now, why does Talk360 need more money? Well, TCU writes that the company plans to use the new funding to launch a pan-African payment platform next year and grow its VoIP market share. The context here is that Talk360 told TechCrunch in a past interview that its decision to become a payment aggregator itself was informed by the challenges it encountered while implementing its own digital payment options, and that messed up its own business. And yes, that is how a VoIP company ends up becoming a payment aggregator. Now, step back, broader context. We've had fewer funding rounds on this show in recent weeks, as there have been fewer crowding into the weekend itself. And why does that matter? Why bring it up? Well, it could indicate that the venture slowdown that we have been hearing about is perhaps more material than optimists have argued. Again, we'll have that Q3 data soon enough, but I'm curious. It is time for a couple of quick hits, and we're going to kick off with Kim Kardashian. Now, Kim K is actually someone that we cover here on TechCrunch somewhat frequently. She made a mobile game back in 2014 that was slated to do nine figures of revenue at the time, just to pick one example that came to mind. That was a win. Her current news item that has our attention is more of an L than a W. TechCrunch reports that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, is charging Kim Kardashian for, quote, unlawfully touting a, quote, crypto security. The SEC says that Kardashian was in violation of its rules when she promoted a, quote, crypto asset security offered and sold by Ethereum Max without the necessary disclosure that she was paid to promote it. She's already agreed to settle the case for $1.26 million as a penalty, and she will help the SEC with its ongoing investigation. Uh, Ethereum Max, what the hell is that? Anyways, is this settlement a one-off? Is it going to be a trendsetter? We'll see. But if Kim Kardashian can't afford a legal defense to get her out of this particular bit of trouble, then, well, I would suspect that a lot of less wealthy folks should be absolutely terrified. And speaking of entities that draw outsized media attention to their exploits, Tesla. We have new numbers from the American electric car company today, all about its Q3 performance. According to Tesla, total deliveries in the third quarter were about 343,000, and total production in the same period, 365,000. Now, CNBC writes that, quote, deliveries are the closest approximation of sales reported by Tesla, and they fell short of analyst expectations of 364,660 vehicles. Shares of Tesla are off 4.8% in pre-market trading after that roughly 20,000 car miss, and while Tesla retains much of the value it gained since early 2020, it is also far down from recent all-time highs. Just before I let you go, don't forget that Disrupt is coming up and a short reminder that Equity is kicking off the entire show. So if you are coming, show up early on the 18th and somehow that is just over two weeks away, I'm terrified, and hang out with us while we record Equity Live on the TechCrunch Plus stage. Now, ironically, as I'm hosting that stage all three days, I think that I'm actually going to introduce myself. But hey, there's a first for everything. 
All right, we got to go. But don't forget, you can follow Equity on Twitter, where we tweet under the handle EquityPod. You can follow myself, where I tweet under the handle Alex. We'll talk to you soon. We're back on Wednesday. Hugs. Goodbye. Equity Mondays are hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm. We're produced by Teresa Locansolo with editing by Kel Keller. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator, Alyssa Stringer leads audience development, and Henry Pickovet manages TechCrunch audio products. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.